Good morning to Radhakala Chanji Dam. Good morning to all of the assembled devotees, those that are seen with the material eyes and those that are seen with the spiritual eyes. This is April 15th, and it's honoring His Holiness Jayapataka Swami Maharaj's appearance day, which is very special. He's a very, very special guru. Very, very special guru day. Uh, it's also very nice to to honor other gurus besides one's own Diksha guru. And Srila Jayapataka Swami definitely falls into that category. We're going to be reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 12, text 8. And we are talking, or we're discussing Markandeya's prayers to Naranarayana Risi. But before we discuss it, we'll sing Jaya Radha Madhava. Hare Krishna. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari 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 Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Kirivara Dari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Kirivara Dari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Kirivara Dari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Kirivara Dad, Yamuna Tira, Vanachari, Yamuna Tira, Vanachari, Yamuna Tira, Vanachari, Yamuna Tira, Vanachari, Kunja Bihari, Jairadam Madhava. Kunja Bihari, Jairadam Madhava. Kunja Bihari, Jairadam Madhava. Kunja Bihari, Jayagopi Janavalaba. Kirivara Dari, Jaya Gopi Janavallabha. Kirivara Dari, Jaya Gopi Janavallabha. Kirivara Dari, Jaya Gopi Janavallabha. 
ಗಿರಿಧಾರ ಜಾಗಿ ಯಶೋರ ನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜ ಚರ ರಂಜನನ್ 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 ಯಮುನಾ ತೀರ ವನ ಚಾರಿ ಯಮುನಾ ವನಚಾರಿ ಯಮುನಾತೀರ ವನಚಾರಿ ಯಮುನಾತೀರ ವನಚಾರಿ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ ಹರೆ ಜಯ ರಾಧವ ಚಂಜೀರಾಧವ ಚಂಜೀರಾಧಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧವ ಚಂಜೀರಾಧವ ಚಂಜೀರಾಧಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧವ ಚಂಜೀರಾಧವ ಚಂಜೀರಾಧಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧವ ಚಂಜೀರಾಧವ ಚಂಜೀರಾಧಿ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಜಗನಾಥ 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 ಜಯ ಜಯ ಜಗನಾಥ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಬವದೇವ ಬವದೇವ ಪವದೇವ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಬವದೇವ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಸುಭದ್ರ 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 ಜಯ ಜಯ ಸುಭದ್ರ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಸುಭದ್ರ 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 ಜಯ ಜಯ ಸುಭದ್ರ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಗೋನಿಥಾಯ 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 ಜಯ ಜಯ ಗೋನಿಥಾಯ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಗೋನಿಥಾಯ 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 ಜಯ ಜಯ ಗೋನಿಥಾಯ ಜಯ ಶುಶಿರಾರಥವ ಚಂಜೆ ಕೀ ಜಾಯ ಒನ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಟು ಜಾಯ ಶುಶಿರಾಧಕಲ ಚಂಜಿ ಡಾಮ್ ಕೀ ಜಾಯ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಟು ಟು ಫೈವ್ ವಿ ಓನ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಅನಫ್ ರೂಮ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಟು ಪುಟ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ ಟು ಆನ್ ದ ಬೋರ್ಡ್ ಸೋ ದಟ್ ಒನ್ ವಿಲ್ ರಿಪೀಟ್ ದಿ ಅದರ್ ಒನ್ಸ್ ವಿಲ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಗೋ ಥ್ರೂ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ಗಿಣ್ಯಾಮತಮರಂದಸ್ಯಾಗನಂಜನಂಚಲಾಕಾಯ ಚಕ್ಷುಮಿಲಿತ್ತನ್ಯನ ತಸ್ಮೈಶ್ರೀಗುರುವೆ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮನೋಧಿಷ್ಟಾಪಿತೇ ಸ್ವಾಯಂ ರೂಪಕಾಮಿ ಸ್ವಾಪದಂಧಿಕಾಂ ವಾಂಚಕಾಪತೃಭ್ಯಶ್ಚಾಕ್ರೀಪಸಂಜೂಬಿಯೇವಾಶ್ನವೀರ್ಯನ್ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಜಾ
Yenam grastam idam jagat. Thank you, Sam. Savas matkulopana kalpas min bhagavashaba nevadunapi bhutanam samplava kopi jayate eka evanave briyamam briyam yan dadarsha purusham kila vatapatrapute togam shayanam tvayakam adbhutam eshana samsayo bhuyam suta kotuhalam yatta Tamnas Shindi Mahayogan Puranesh Apisa Mataha Aha Ve Chiram Ayusham Having an extraordinary long life span. Resim the sage. Mrikandu Tanayam, the son of Mrikandu. Janaha, people. Ya, who? Kalpa Ante, at the end of the day of Lord Brahma. Hey, indeed. Ovarita, remaining alone. Yina, by which annihilation. Grastam, seized. Edam, this. Jagat, entire universe. Sa, he, Markandeye. They, indeed. Asmatkula, in my own family, Utpana, born, Kalpe, in the day of Brahma, Asmin, this, Bhagavarasaba, the most eminent descendant of Brigumuni, Na, not, Eva, certainly, Aduna, in our age, Api, even, Bhutanam, of all creation, samplava, annihilation by flood, ka, any, api at all, jayate, has arisen, eka, alone, ita, indeed, arnave, in the great ocean, ramyan, wandering, dadarsha, he saw, purusham, a personality, Kila, it is said. Vata patra, of a banyan leaf. Ute, within the fold. Tokam, an infant boy. Shayanam, lying. Two, but. Ikam, one. Advutam, wonderful. Esha, this. Na, ar. Samshaya, doubt. Uyan, great. Sutta o Sutta Goswami. Kotualam, curiosity. Yata, due to which. Tam, that. Naha, for us. Chindi, please cut. Mahayogan, O great yogi. Puranishu, of the Puranyas. Api, indeed. Samata, universally accepted. As the expert knower. And the translation here is authorities say that Markandeya Risi, the son of Mrikandu, was an exceptionally long lived sage who was the only survivor at the end of Brahma's day 
when the entire universe was merged in the flood of annihilation. But this same Markandeya, Markandeya Risi, the foremost descendant in Vrigo, took birth in my own family during the current day of Brahma. And we have not yet seen any total annihilation in this day of Brahma. Also, it is well known that Markandaye, while wandering helplessly in the great ocean of annihilation, saw in those fearful waters a wonderful personality, an infant boy lying alone within the fold of a banyan leaf. Osuta, I am most bewildered and curious about this great sage, Markandeya Risi, O great yogi. You are universally accepted as the authority on all the Puranyas. Therefore, kindly dispel my confusion. Purport, Lord Brahma's day, consisting of his 12 hours, lasts 4,320,000,000 years. And his night is of the same duration. Apparently, Markandeya had lived through one such day and night. And in the following day of Brahma, continued living as the same Markandeya. It seems that when annihilation occurred during Brahma's night, the sage wandered throughout the fearful waters of destruction and saw within those waters an extraordinary personality lying on a banyan leaf. All of these mysteries concerning Markandeya will be clarified by Sutta Goswami at the request of the great sages. So, initially during the beginning of text 8, we were talking about the prayers of Markandeya's to Narana Narayana Risi. And we were given a brief outline of the chapter. And even in text one, we were discussing what was about to happen. Now, in text two through five, we are still approaching the actual prayer of Makandeya. And in the process, we're finding what an exceptional devotee, sage, very special sage that he is. It was stating at the beginning and in text one and text two that he's that rare personality that lived through the day of Brahma. And again, Brahma's day lasts 4,320,000,000 years, one day. And Brahma's night is the same. But in Brahma's night, 
Everything is annihilated, totally destroyed. But the unique quality about Markandeya is that he was not annihilated during this process of the night of Lord Brahma. And in the next day, he goes into the third day of Brahma. And we mentioned also last week that it is very rare, it's exceptional for anyone to still exist during the process of Brahma's night. So there was something very unique about Markandeya. And it goes on after text 5, just a little bit at a time. Just a little bit at a time, little bits and pieces, and it tells you why he was such a unique personality. And I thought about this, and I thought about all of the scriptures, the Vedic scriptures. You're constantly getting instructions. They are not just stories that someone makes up. These are actual lives that take place. And in the process of these actual lives, we are given lessons to learn from. Everything that we're reading, there is a lesson in it. One of the lessons in Mark and Dea's, um, prayer or the process of him praying to Narayana is that he, in a sense, dropped his guard. He decided that he wanted to commit himself to Lord Krishna. He gave full control over to Lord Krishna. And he decided for the first day of Brahma, the night of Brahma, and on, to worship the Lord. And sometimes, at least most of the time nowadays, it's very difficult to give up our free will to Krishna because most of us think we can't trust him. But then there has never been a time when we could not have Krishna's association, when we could not trust him. Because if you think about it, as you're studying the scriptures and you're you're studying the Vedas, you'll discover that there was never a time that Krishna left you alone. Never a time. And when you understand that during those times, different things may have happened. Some things that may have happened, people are just beginning to grasp the understanding. You may have an illness, the flu, pneumonia, some chronic disease that overtakes you. You may have an injury. You may have a job taken away from you. You can have family taken away from you. Those two can be the result of our previous life's experience. And they can also be Krishna bringing us closer to him. But what Krishna really enjoys is that his devotee humbly comes to him and takes to devotional service and serves him lovingly. 
Because as has been repeated, Krishna will never be outdone. As much as we serve Krishna's lotus feet, Krishna will reciprocate, which means that he doesn't have any favorites. He doesn't just treat you a certain way because you came into a family, a particular family, a a rich family, a poor family, a sickly family. There are no favorites. According to the degree in which you commit yourself to devotional service to Krishna is the degree to which Krishna reciprocates. Now we'll find in this particular scripture that Markandeya committed himself completely to worshiping just Krishna. And most of us think that when we worship Krishna, when we serve him, in whatever capacity, by singing, chanting, reading, book distribution, prashadam distribution, pujari seva, sweeping the temple, washing the dishes, even cleaning out the bathroom stalls. Even those things that may seem menial to most people are very, very important services that we can do. And sometimes you'll find a devotee who's doing the quote-unquote the most menial work has the most love for Krishna. And Krishna doesn't miss this. And when I say he doesn't miss it, he knows exactly what you're doing. He knows the condition of your heart in which you're doing it. And here we find that based on the depth of your commitment, Krishna will give whatever is required for you to continue to understand your relationship with him. In Markandeya's um, prayers to Nara Narayana, you'll find that he was giving so, given something very unique. But the unique part about it is that all through the scriptures and all through reading the Srimad Bhagavatam, I don't ever remember coming across anyone that lived through the day and the night of Brahma. But Markandeya Rishi was given this exceptional mercy because of his commitment to Krishna. Now, you don't have to be Markandeya Rishi to get the mercy of Krishna. But you have to think about all the times and the stories that we've read in the scriptures. And always, 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 the Sringadev and Prahlad Maharaj come to mind. Here's this young boy, but he's mature enough spiritually to know that he wants to serve Krishna and he's committed to Krishna and he allows nothing to stand in his way, not even his father. And that's another thing. We should not let anything, any condition separate us from Krishna because in actuality, we are never separated from Krishna. And Krishna watched, he was observant, noting all of the cruel things that Prahlad's father did to him, 
And Krishna only lets it go so far. And after he had had enough of Hiranyakasipu, horrifying, scaring, attempting to kill his own son, he stepped in. Now, some of us have or take issue with the point in which Krishna steps in. Because when we need him, it seems like he's not there when we need him. But understand that he always comes at the right time and at the right moment. Even when Krishna was taking birth, his uncle Kamsa was really acting a fool. He wanted to kill all of the brothers and the sisters that were born um, to Devahuti. Krishna allowed so much. And he gave Hiranyakasipu so many different opportunities. And all the while, Hiranyakasipu is thinking, Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. But in actuality, he's meditating. He is focusing on Krishna. And when Krishna stepped in and took Hiranyakasipu's life, even Hiranyakasipu was liberated. So you would think, why would Krishna liberate Hiranyakasipu? Because Prahlad, Hiranyakasipu's son, asked for that particular mercy from Nishringadev. There's another incident where Ambarish, uh, the king Ambarish, is being offended. And I'm trying to remember who the, who the sage was that offended him. But to make a long story short, what happened is that the, I, I believe there was a weapon that went after this particular individual. If anybody remembers it, let me know. But what, um, what the Sudarshan Chakra, but who was the, um, who was the individual that was so offensive to Ambarish Maharaj? Devasa Muni. Yes, yes, yes. That's another incident. Thank you, Prabhu. That's another incident where you find that Krishna does not like to have his devotees offended or harmed. And in so many words, he will only take so much offense or allow so much offense against his devotee. And when he steps in, he steps in with extreme and absolute power. And he can and will annihilate. But in most cases, devotees are always asking for the mercy of someone, always asking for the mercy. But when Krishna gives mercy, as he did Markandeya Rishi, it is so much and it is so extreme that most of us think that maybe one day we could be in this position, not necessarily. Each one of us has our own individual relationship with Krishna. And it would be wrong to look at someone else's and say, why not me? Because Everyone is unique. And if you think a little bit further, the relationship that you have with Krishna, when you understand who Krishna is and who you are to him, your relationship with him is unique. 
mercy, boons, benedictions that you may get. No one else may get it all. But they are totally separate. They are totally unique. And they are totally nectarian, sweet relationships. But what's happening here again is we're given a Leela or a pastime to use as a reference to let us know that when we worship Krishna, when we honor Krishna, when we devote ourselves to Krishna because we want to, not because we want something from him, Krishna reciprocates. Krishna always reciprocates not in the way in which we think we should have the reciprocation, but always to our highest good. Always to our highest good. And it's always nice to know that no matter what you're going through, and I always like to do this as a reminder, no matter what you're going through, you may lose a job, you may be distanced from your family, You may have lack in certain areas. But if you really open your eyes to what's going on in the world and you look outside the door, you look at these creatures of the world. You look at the birds that are flying, the bugs that are crawling on the ground, all of the small creatures. And you realize, to your knowledge, they're not working, but Krishna is taking care of them in his own unique way according to what they need. So whatever your need is, it is still powerful to pray to Krishna, to ask for his mercy, to ask for understanding and how to deal with whatever situation you're going through. But in the process of it, thanking him for allowing you to go through this because very few people Remember, Krishna, when all of their needs, wants, and desires are met. When you're on easy street, you get all the things that you want, sense gratification, material possessions, the perfect job, the perfect vacation, the right guy, the right girl, the right children in your life. Generally, your mind is not on thinking Krishna. And sometimes we get so far out there that we forget that we even have a Supreme Father. But every now and then, keep in mind, there are two two possibilities. Every now and then, based on burning off your previous karma or Krishna trying to get your attention to help you to understand he's still there for you, we find that our attention is most obvious when something is going wrong in our lives. That's when we call out for Krishna. But wouldn't it be nice to appreciate Krishna is there during good times and during times that we don't consider such good times? And what that says, Hare Krishna, is that Krishna is there, the mercy is there, and you have to be greedy for the mercy. You have to. You just can't stand back and put your hands in your pockets or sit on your hands and just wait for Krishna to do something. We have responsibilities. There is a unique scientific process of getting to know Krishna. You don't just wait until someone pushes the knowledge in your ears. You have to be desiring 
of relationship with the Lord. And because the Lord is like the ultimate parent, he doesn't force you. He doesn't force you when it comes to loving him. No parent wants his child to be forced to love him. He wants you to come voluntarily, and he wants it to be on your terms. That's the nice part about it. No matter what card we're dealt in life, no matter what situation we come up against, how we handle it is completely based on our free will. Our free will can stem from, oh, Krishna, why did you do that? Oh, my gosh, you don't love me. I'm angry with you. Krishna, why? Wrong attitude. You have to understand the reasons why which things are happening for you. And sometimes you can't just understand it by picking up the Srimad Bhagavad, uh, the uh, Bhagavad Gita as it is and reading it. You need to be around devotees that can help you understand and go beyond those pages so that you can understand hey, Krishna's not mad at you. Look at what you've done in the past. You don't even remember who you were in the past, how many people you were in the past. And it's a good thing. We know nothing about our past. Krishna knows everything about our past. And maybe it's a good thing we don't know because we probably go out of our minds with all the offenses that we've create, we've committed against other people. Fortunately, Krishna is kind enough not to let us remember some things, but we don't escape completely whatever it is that we did in previous lives. It can show up in a family that's constantly having a weakness in a particular part of the body, uh, that's subject to various diseases, um, even to the part of uh, emotions. We could have those those weaknesses, but whatever it is, whatever imperfection it is, it is not who we are. That is why it is so important to come to the level of understanding God consciousness, our relationship with Krishna. When you study, when you hang in to this process long enough, you will understand. Krishna will give you the intelligence to remember. And fortunately, sometimes he'll give you the intelligence to forget. What he will eventually give you based on your desire is the method by which you can come to him and know him and love him. There is no greater love than the love that Krishna has for his own child. And each and every one of us is Krishna's own child. And he loves us in each of our own unique ways. Each of us, unique relationship with Krishna. He loves you just as much as he loves me. And when you find that someone loves you that much, you want to serve him. You cannot go wrong serving Krishna because you love him. But you have to come to learn to love him. 
and not to think that he's just this person that does these things to make your life miserable. He does not. You do. We do. I'm trying to remember when I came uh, came among uh, or came across devotees, whether or not I had some issue that was bothering me to the point where I wanted to blame Krishna. And when I was very immature in my spiritual life, very immature, I did blame him. But I didn't know that I didn't know that it wasn't Krishna. It was things that I did. And what helped considerably and what is necessary is that I took a spiritual advisor. I took a guru. I took initiation. I took diksha. And he explained so much about the process of how we go through this process in these material bodies on this material plane of birth, death, old age, and disease, and how we continue the process until we come to understand that we are not these bodies, that we are spirit souls, and then when we keep repeating this, it's that we have not learned a lesson. And if you're really serious about learning a lesson or learning why things keep happening, stick to the scriptures, read the scriptures. Chanting helps you remember. Being in the right association helps you. Hearing from a spiritual master or a senior member helps but the process of reading and chanting and taking to the proper association, not just the moment that you're in the temple, when you walk outside that door, pray that Krishna has you in the association of those that are like-minded or similar like-minded so that you can keep up this mood of God consciousness. It's possible. It's not impossible. Whatever it is that we need to arrange that we go deeper into devotional service, Krishna will give. And devotees can and do pray. And Krishna does and will answer prayers. But remember, it's all on Krishna's time, not our time, because we're imperfect. We are here. When we came into these material bodies in the material universe, automatically we're contaminated. Had we stayed in the spiritual world, we would have understand understood what the perfect world was, what absolute love was. But sometimes we get a little stubborn and we want to be like someone else. Or in this situation, we want to be like Krishna and have all the things that Krishna has. Well, he gave us this world to play it out. And when you understand that no matter how much you play out scenarios, you will never, ever be happy. But when you take to Krishna consciousness, you can have a bit of that feeling of living in the spiritual world while you're on the material plane. It's very possible. It doesn't mean that you forget where you are, but it is possible to live in this imperfect world and still have the mercy and the benefits and the bliss of one living in the spiritual world. That is possible. 
But there is a process, a scientific process in Krishna consciousness. I'm going to wrap this up, but getting back to Markandeya Risi, special, exceptional devotee who lives through not one day, but more than one day of Brahma and one night of Brahma when there is total annihilation. However, during destruction, he was wandering around. And it goes on to discuss things that he was seeing, but we haven't gotten to that part yet. So we're still at the point where he is asking Sanaka, well, Sutta Goswami, is asking for more of this nectar about Markandeya Risi. Tell us, how is it possible that Markandeya Risi was able to do this, to do that? And again, authorities say that Markandeya Risi, the son of Mrikanda, was an exceptionally long-lived sage who was the only survivor at the end of Brahma's day when the entire universe was merged in the flood of annihilation. But this same Markandeya Risi, the foremost descendant of Brigu, took birth in my own family during the current day of Brahma. And we have not yet seen any total annihilation in this day of Brahma. Also, it is well known that Markandeya, while wandering helplessly in the great ocean of annihilation, saw in those fearful waters a wonderful personality. An infant boy lying alone within the fold of a banyan leaf. Who is this boy? O Sutta, I am most bewildered and curious about this great sage, Markandeya Risi. O great yogi, you are universally accepted as the authority on all the Puranas. Therefore, kindly dispel my confusion. And also, the other thing that I'm noting before I end is that Sutta Goswami is going to an authority on the information that he wants. We don't go to just anybody because they sound like they know what they're doing. They look like they know what they're doing. They're actually walking the walk, not just talking the talk. It makes a difference. So if you want information, you have to go to someone that has the perfect information, the scriptures, the Vedic scriptures, the oldest knowledge in the world. So hopefully on this, what is this, Monday, the, um, this is tax day, tax day, April 15th, you will find something in the scriptures or, you know, on your own, go back and read text two through five of chapter eight, canto 12. Go back and reread. But I hope there's something that you walk away with that helps you through your day. If not through your life, at least through your day to help you to the next day. And again, um, exceptional honors and dandavats to His Holiness Jai Pataka Swami, whose appearance day is today. 
who is one exceptional devotee, one of many exceptional devotees, who takes away the excuse of, oh, my body's in such a condition, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can barely say. He lets nothing get in his way. Nothing. And in all these years, and in all the issues that he's had with his body, he keeps going on and on. That's a spirit, that's a warrior. Of course, a warrior in the battlefield is going to get injured. But he has the utmost faith in Krishna. And he has continued on his journey. And that's another example of how your commitment to serving Krishna, how far it can take you, there is no limit. And all of us have our own personal stories. And over time, won't it be fun won't it be exciting to find out what your unique relationship with uh, is with Krishna? I'll end at this point. Srimad Bhagavatam Kijai, Srila Prabhupada Kijai, Gaur Pramananda.